Feeling anxious, overwhelmed, unhappy? Not sure what you're feeling at all? I get you. These, though, might be signs that your check engine light is on, and seeing a therapist could help. If the mere thought of trying to find help seems overwhelming, you're not alone. Plenty of people put off seeking treatment or try to ignore symptoms because mental health is often easier to brush off as just not urgent. We feel like there's a a hierarchy of pain, so to speak. And if our problem doesn't feel big enough, we wait until we're basically having the equivalent of an emotional heart attack before somebody makes that call or somebody tells us that we need to make that call. On top of all that, the process of researching and scheduling that first appointment can be an emotional burden all on its own. But procrastinating often allows a problem to grow. If you wait until things get really bad, the harder it will be to address. Today, with the last story for the year, I'm sitting down with licensed therapist and all-around supportive human being Kelly Hausman to learn how to make therapy work for you. Hearing advice for those tough mental moments is a challenge for all of us. If it were that easy, you'd have done it already. So from Fragile Moments and Not Today Media, I'm your host, JD, and this is story number 53 of the What's Your Story podcast. Kelly. My name is Kelly Hausman, and I am a licensed professional counselor. I have a private practice in the state of Michigan, and I'd love to tell my story about... There's so much more to mental health. It's such a buzzword these yeah. days. Everyone's talking about mental health, which is awesome. But I like to kind of talk about, I guess, more of the real side of it. Yeah. How people can really relate it to their lives. As you just heard Kelly mention, she's a licensed therapist and mental health advocate, public speaker, blogger, and podcast host, as well as a wellness expert, all based in the metro Detroit area. She spent her career advocating for reducing the stigma surrounding mental health issues while bringing her unique insight and humor to current topics. From social media to global pandemics, her platforms include blog, Instagram, Facebook, podcast, and YouTube channel. Kelly's expertise has been featured on television, radio, and print, including People, In Touch, ABC, and Fox. Outside of her professional career, Kelly is a dedicated wife and mother to two young children. She takes pride in balancing professional and personal life while giving others advice on how to do the same, while being real and authentic in their journey. Let's hear how Kelly's story unfolds. Because there's a big thing, too, where now a lot of people are comfortable sharing their story. But there's still a lot of people who aren't comfortable sharing their story. Mm And I always say, like, your mental health journey is is yours. You can either mm-hmm. shout it from the rooftops, you can keep it quiet. No one needs <laughs> to know your diagnosis. It's fine. Yeah. So, yeah. And I mean, I've basically dedicated my career to helping people really get to a point in their life where they're enjoying it. Yeah. One of my famous quotes that I tell almost every single client, because a lot of people come to therapy and they think, make me happy. What can you do to, like, make my life happy all the time? And I always say, unless you are a robot or on some really, really good drugs, you are not <laughs> going to be walking around no. all the time. And that's what I think one of the biggest myths is. Um, yeah. I, don't know, I don't know about you, but I don't know a single person that's like happy all the time. Again, unless no. they're Gosh. smoking something really good, maybe. But yeah, and that's the hard thing. And that's kind of more 
when I say I want to break the stigmas about mental health more, just making people realize that kind of the price we have to pay for being humans on yeah. this planet is we are going to be sad. We're going to be hurt. We're going to be really yeah. happy. We're going to have great days. We're going to have bad days. But really, it's about kind of tolerating some Just of everything. Yeah. Yeah. And getting yeah. to like a middle ground. Yeah. No, I, I mean, I, I mean, every bit of the from, from start to end there resonates, as, you know, so much. Because it's just, I think you're right. We have such almost a stigma around the stigma now. We've kind of, you know, circled back. And I guess in, the way I always look at it is that you've got all these great, you know, phrases and organizations and, you know, pretty pictures and shirts. And it's like, okay, the next step is, and it's either, you know, we're not sure what that next step is, or we forgot that there's, there's work involved with that. And a lot of that work is scary and tough and dark and not just, like you said, I mean, not just happy 24 seven. It's not, yeah, that's, that's not, not the goal. It's not the goal. It's, you know, no, it's not the goal. It's not attainable. Again, if your goal, whether you're going to therapy or to the gym or dieting, like if your goal is to be happy every day for the rest of your life, I mean, that's great. But then what happens when like, I guess you lose someone, your kid gets hurt or sick. Like you can't, I don't know. I also don't believe too in like, just force a smile and try to find the happiness and everything. Sometimes you can't do that. Sometimes the best thing you can do is just hate your life, hate the world, be mad. Yeah. Me too. Like, and be okay with that. Right. Don't mm-hmm. sit with it. Don't, don't, you know, make it your best friend. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, that's, that's part of life too. Right. And then I think the people, like you said, that don't realize that that's part of the reality when those moments do and will arise, it's more of a freight train than, than they were ready for. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Cause if you're preparing for an easy life, a happy life, look, I want that for everyone. I, you know, <laughs> I, that's great. I want happiness. I want good things. I want beauty. Yeah. Again, of the price that we have to pay for being human beings is like life is messy life is not always beautiful life is not always smiling and happy no. and I wish it was <laughs> that's, you know that's that's not how life is it's more you got to live in that middle ground yeah and that's how i kind of choose to live my life is like in between like so happy i'm not thinking about anything else and also like so depressed you can't get out of bed i think anything in life where is that middle ground where you're at least like stable and baseline I think that can be a really good goal. Yeah. Too. So you, you mentioned the story, and that's obviously a, a buzzword for me. And I think that's another one that goes hand in hand, as you said, with you know your mental health journey. But to me, the way I always see it, as far as you know, the the power of, of telling your story, it's like you have to say everything. And somewhere we've had this notion that, like, in order to, to fully grasp, you know, what the the benefits of or telling your story, you have to say everything about your story. And I'm of the belief that. You have to say it at least to yourself and be authentic, but you don't have to say everything out loud. You know, there's a, there's, there's truly a benefit in saying it, but not every part of it needs to be heard. Does that make sense? Yes, absolutely. Yeah. And that's what you choose to share. And again, there's some people, I mean, look at our society these days. People kind of use social media as a diary. We know what people eat for breakfast. We know when they fight with their husband, (laughs) we know when their kids are sick, like, I think that's that's great if that's their journey. But again, there's a lot of people that don't yeah. share certain things, whether it's something benign, again, like what you had for breakfast or whether it's like pretty serious childhood trauma, you know, like yeah. you don't have to share that stuff. Again, yeah. if you're admitting it to yourself, if you're kind of coming to terms with that with yourself, maybe it's through therapy, maybe it's with a friend, maybe, who knows? How, if you're kind of working through your own stuff, that's awesome, however you do it. 
I think you don't owe anyone an explanation outside no. of yourself. So yeah. And that's what I say too. like, yes, share your mental health journey or not. That's okay too. Yeah. Uh, but also there is a lot of power in talking about it. And I think that's where people get in trouble is that when you don't kind of share how you're really feeling, yeah. I mean, look at all the celebrities that look like they have perfect lives and then, you know, all they, of a sudden, right. You know, suicide. You're like, how did this happen? You looked so happy. And I also want people to be comfortable sharing that. And I think yeah. that's a problem too, is because again, our society is so busy. Like I yeah. barely have time to even like text my sister, my mom, like people that I really <laughs> care about. Yeah. And that's why I love therapy too, because life is busy. People are busy. And therapy is like the one hour a week that someone's genuinely listening to you. I mean, yeah. when else in your life are you ever, you know, Maybe a wife is like half listening to you or your friend is like, yeah. But then what happened to me, they're like only listening to you to share what's going on in their life and have you yeah. have them. So that's why I think therapy is so powerful is because, again, it's the only time that a lot of us ones, Yeah, like looking at you and talking and really yeah. listening and not sharing any of their own stuff. So yeah. that's why I love it, too. So then how did you get to that spot in your own life that that's something that, you know, you not only chose to do and then also see as something important how did your life lead you to that that yeah. path yeah sure so you know i think growing up as a kid i was always very shy didn't have a lot of friends had a lot of anxiety growing up some childhood stuff myself and i from a young age just realized i didn't even know what therapy was i didn't go to therapy until i was like 16 but when i started going there i'm like oh my gosh this is such a great thing because again it's not i don't need my mom's permission to talk about yeah. stuff I don't need to make my mom happy in therapy. I don't need to like look perfect or be perfect in therapy. You come as you are. Yeah. And I'm like, this is amazing. And if I can kind of return this favor to someone, that's like the best thing in the world. And honestly, I don't feel like it's a job. It's something that I yeah. really love. And it's it's a privilege to be able to do it. That's right. I, I mean, like the way, I mean, I'm sure, you know, we've, we've heard a thousand times, like, you know, how important therapy is. But that's just a, a unique way of putting it. You know, I don't think I've ever heard anybody say that it's truly, I mean, we talk about the fact that it's, it's talk therapy, right? But it's, I don't think I've ever heard anybody actually portray it as that, that it is just a moment to just mm -hmm. be in front of somebody that really, truly doesn't care about anything else other than, well, shouldn't care about anything else other than finding, finding a, a better way to manage what, what's going on in your life yeah. um, altogether. Yeah. 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 Cause a lot of times people have this, uh, seen in their head, like, oh, if I go to therapy, I'm going to be doing worksheets or I'm going to lay on a couch. <laughs> and I'm like, most of the times, like I work from home. This is actually where I do my therapy sessions. Most of the times with my clients, we're just kind of talking about, you know, what happened recently, yeah. how we can learn from those mistakes and move forward and improve life. And that's really what it's all about. I just say, get better than you were yesterday. And how can we do that? We can walk out of there doing that. Then, then that's good. Sometimes we go deep. Like there's sessions where people are sobbing, really sick to their stomachs, talking about some childhood traumas some or stuff, some yeah. horrible stuff that's happened. And then we we find a way to kind of like said, share that story with yourself, with someone you trust, yeah. and it makes it so much lighter. It's just everything's sure. better when you can kind of talk it through, even if it's scary. Do you think that the majority of us kind of kind of miss the fact as, as much as we talk about how important, you know, self-care is and taking care of your mental health, you know, they've streamlined it into just not even, you know, meeting with a doctor, just a quick televisits and you got something coming to your door, like all these things. Mm -hmm. Do you think we've kind of just missed altogether 
how to see those signs and how to, you know, truly just this, you know, just talk to somebody and really understand that there might be something more than, you know, what's on the surface. Maybe not something that's huge and deep, but like there's, you know, something to what they said or some, some reason why they're having a hard time with whatever it is in their day or their life. Yeah. And look, like I'm a huge fan of medication when it's needed. Absolutely. That's great. Do, do that if you need it. Um, I do think a big piece of it is, is the talk therapy piece of it. And a lot of people do kind of think, okay, I'm just going to medicate myself again. Totally fine. Medication has its place, but finding someone to just, to hear you, to listen to you. That's a human. We're losing, unfortunately, a lot of our humanness. I think with social media, with, you know, we have everything at our app, at our fingertips and you know, the texting, the scrolling, we're spending eight hours a day on our phone, but we're not really talking to someone. Yeah. We're, not, we're not listening to someone. We're just viewing stuff. So yeah. I think we are really getting into dangerous territory with that, where we're almost losing how to communicate. Yeah. You know, and I kind of see the younger generation too. A lot of them don't know how to make eye contact no. to each other. They don't even look up off their phones. If you go to the restaurant, how many people are always oh, gosh. on? We're losing that human connection. Yeah. And I feel like therapy is kind of like, all right, let's bring that back. Let's yeah. be human. Let's talk about this. Let me hold the space for you. And there's not really much other opportunities to hold that space anymore. So. Yeah. And we're almost okay with that. You yes. know, that it, like you said, I mean, you see, you know, younger adults like, you know, around and it's like, it's like, we didn't know what else to do other than just like, okay, like that's, mm-hmm. at least they're doing something, you know, other than, you know, destroying property. This podcast is proudly sponsored by BetterHelp. Therapy is something that should be taken seriously. And while this may be another sponsored ad, my relationship with BetterHelp is personal because for the past year, I've been using BetterHelp to gain my own mental clarity. I can sit here all day and tell you to seek help, but the truth is, we're in this together. In the end, without a healthy mind, being truly happy and at peace is hard. The good news is, therapy works. What is therapy exactly? Well, it's whatever you want it to be. Maybe you're not feeling motivated right now, like some tools to help, or maybe you're feeling insecure in relationships, or simply not dealing with stress very well. Whatever you need, it's time to stop being ashamed or scared of normal human struggles and start feeling better because you deserve to be happy. And now you don't have to worry about finding an in-person therapist near you to help. BetterHelp is customized online therapy that offers video, phone, and even live chat sessions with your therapist. So you don't even have to see anyone on camera if you don't want to. Join the millions of people, myself included, who are seeing what online therapy is really about. This, it's always a good time to invest in yourself because you're your greatest asset. As a special offer to listeners, you can get 10% off your first month of professional therapy at betterhelp.com slash fragile moments. That's betterhelp.com slash fragile moments. And remember, just because you need help doesn't mean you're not worth helping. Stress, anxiety, sadness, low self-esteem, and relationship problems can wreak havoc on your life. There are people here to help who can provide you with solutions and hope. Sometimes you just need an unbiased person to listen. And what someone like Kelly does is weed out what's working, what's not, and take steps towards change. Kelly's goal is to make sure you walk out of the sessions feeling lighter, renewed, and challenged to get you where you want to be in life. Taking that first step can be hard, but when you have someone on your side who works to understand you as you navigate uncharted waters, you can work towards a plan for a better tomorrow. Let's hear more of what Kelly has to say.
you know, yeah. there's a few examples of where my kids go to school down, like two doors down. It's one of the, and I didn't even know that existed until then. It was one of those like gaming places where kids can go to do that rather than, I guess, be at home. And it's almost, you can just see it. It's almost like they just call that, I don't know, like daycare in a way. Like I, it, I don't know how that works. I don't know this, you know, the, the details of it, but I think, I mean, I've seen kids that look maybe at best like seven, eight, and they're just like plugged in headphones and they're happy, but yeah. it's like, mm-hmm. you know, what do we, I don't know. Like, I mean, I'm not saying that's a bad option. It's certainly not an option I had as a kid, mm-hmm. but then you look at your own kids and it's like, okay, well, they're getting an interaction. There's other kids around. They're, they're obviously doing this, but like, like you said, I mean, that's where you're at. And so what do we what do we lose? What do we gain from those kind of things? You know, even just using that, like scrolling on your phone, what do we lose? What do we gain? Yeah, that's what's tough. And that's why I think as parents or for even for ourselves, finding that middle ground of like, yeah. our technology is here to say it's not going anywhere. No. My kids use the iPads probably more than they should, but there's, you know, sometimes you just have to do that. But I think yeah. finding middle ground where it's like, okay, maybe they're on that during the day, but at night we read books, we talk about the day, even if it's like five, 10 minutes of really yeah. time. Again, find that middle ground, um, guilt over that. But yeah, I think we have to, we can't lose our humanness. We have to remember how to connect yeah. with people. I don't know what's going to happen, but we shall. <laughs> I don't even know like when my kids are older, like what it's going to be like. Yeah. You know? I wonder like, will people leave the house? Cause you can have everything delivered now. Like it's just, yeah, it's, it'll be yeah. interesting to see how, how that all yeah. works. Uh, it's definitely, I mean, my wife and I were, were middle school teachers long before we even thought about kids and, and even met. Every time, like, you know, look at our kids and ours are three and 15 months. And it's like, you kind of sit back and go, okay, well, if, if we were still teaching, you know, what would the conversations be? Because this is all you're having right now is just with these little guys. And they don't know much at all, but they do know that Google somehow has control of the lights and you can ask it stuff. Oh, and, yeah. and why does she not know that answer? And I'm like, oh God, don't ask that question now. But, you know, it, it, you do, you start like, you know, fast forwarding and, and wondering, and then you can get caught up real easy, right? Like, okay, well, I don't, no, 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 no. Like, I'm going to control everything and, and not have not have them in front of the phone. You don't get anything like this. You know, like, you can see that kind of snowballing one direction and then completely the opposite, right? Yeah. Yeah. So that's kind of my story. And I want other people to just, really, my goal, again, is just to have people figure out what your story is, you know, and you don't have to, you don't have to know the next chapter, but I think at least being present in it, yeah. is great. that's my biggest thing that I try to get people like plan for the future. That's awesome. Let's talk about the past. Let's heal some of that. But we really, all of us, I think need to get better at being in the moment. Mm-hmm. And again, like looking up from the phones, just looking around, like we're missing so much stuff. Like yeah. I'll admit it. I'm really bad with screen time. And I'm like, my God, I'm like on Instagram scrolling and I'm missing something cute my daughter's doing. And I'm like, I'm yeah. never going to get this time back. And I don't want to look back on regret. So I'm like, yeah. but again, even five minutes, even five minutes of putting your phone away and like looking at your kids being really, you know, like yeah. in the, whatever it is, like it doesn't have to just start, starts a little bit, do five minutes a day of being really present yeah. and then get, get a little bit more increase. Is it, is it strange to have to like say that though? Like out loud? I, I mean, I, Right. I, I mean, again, you know, as a parent, like, you know, all of a sudden, like new things come into your, your, your screen and like seeing those kind of things to me, just, it almost makes you like chuckle and just go, what, what, what you, why are we having a post where there's two different images of guy with phone and guy without his phone interacting with you? How did you, is it strange to have to feel like you have to say that now? 
Yes. And again, like even for myself too, like I try to, I really, really try to practice when I know with my clients, I'm like, let's be in the moment with your kids. But I also don't really ask my clients to do something that I wouldn't do. You know, like I think like, don't be on your phone at all. Throw your phone away. Don't get a smartphone. Like, you know, (laughs) do what works for you. But really like, I feel, I just want everyone to kind of live a life they're proud of and look back and just, yeah, know that they did what they wanted to do and they feel good about their lives. And that's kind of my ultimate goal to help people within therapy too. Like I said, it's, it's, it's wildly unique. And I, cause I think it's, it's, like I said, I mean, we, we kind of miss the fact that there's another step now, you know, you can be aware of everything and anything, but the next step is, is the hard work. And I think a lot of people are afraid, afraid to do that or, didn't realize that like that's that's kind of part of it like you said i mean you can't have you know medication is great but you can't have like that be the fix or tossing away your phone like that's a great idea but you know it's not going to fix that there is a human side of it yeah you know so it's it's good to see that that, that somebody else sees that too you know and, and wants to 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 make that message happen so when you get up and talk about things like that whether that's tv or a stage or, or what have you do you, do you feel any like that or isn't, or do you feel like this, like the look in people's eyes is like, that's the, that's the puzzle piece that was missing. If she, you know, she nailed it. Yeah. I think a lot of people can relate to that because again, our society does not reward relaxing, resting, being in the moment. Our society rewards people who are way too busy, who are you yeah. know, things like that's great. You know, like keep going, sacrifice all of your free time. You know, like they love that. They love multitasking. And yeah. I think, most people, you get caught up in that and you're like, wow, I'm really, time flies. And, you know, as the, I think the older you get to, the more you realize how fast time goes and how yeah. things are like health, you know, family, loved ones, friends, children. And it just teaches us like, wow, we are, our time here is limited. Like we are going to die. At the end of yeah. the day, we're all going to die. And like, how do we want to live our lives before that happens? And really making sure we're doing that and not pretending we're going to live forever. And I think I think I read somewhere that you 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 mentioned that like that that's part of your conversation is is that conversation surrounding death and I, I, there's another part that you know people either do like to talk about not like to talk about like yeah. are okay and comfortable realizing it or just not right so is that something you know part of your message as well is finding that middle ground for that or yeah is that I a think- whole separate conversation for. <laughs> And, you know, I, it, again, I like, I just, I don't want someone to look back at the end of their lives and be like, oh my gosh, like, I really wish I would have done that. Cause then by that point, it's too late. You know, yeah. I don't want anyone to wait till it's too late. And again, that doesn't mean overhauling your whole life. You don't need to train for a marathon tomorrow. Like, that's fine. Like, little stuff. Again, yeah. maybe it's reaching out to someone you've lost touch with or, you know, treating your body better, working out, eating better, spending more quality time with your kids, whatever that is for you that's going to make your life fulfilled and worthwhile. Yeah. Start doing it now. Don't, don't put this stuff off and try to find a way to get there. Yeah. So do you, do you find it challenging that as a, as a therapist to hold that message and, and be, you know, that aware of the things that we should be hearing and then hear, you know, what people's lives are, are going through like, you know, day to day. Do you, do you find it hard to, to balance those two for yourself and not walk away going home going, wow, like some people have it really tough, you yeah. know? Yeah. And I've always been really good at kind of compartmentalizing. When I'm sure. in my sessions, I'm there. I have my therapist hat on and I'm really present. I'm holding the space for people. And then when that session's over, it's like, okay, I kind of take the hat off and I'm like, all right, I'm mom again. Like I'm <laughs> go back to being me. And I think you ha- kind of have to do that or else yeah. I'm a pretty sensitive person. And I, 
it makes me grateful. Like I, it makes me take count of like, okay, I'm very, my life is really good. But yeah, I really like once those sessions done, are done, I, I give myself a little bit of time to process. And then I kind of just, I, I go back into me. You walk me, away. Yeah. Yeah. Don't, yeah. I try not to take that stuff with me because it, it can really affect me, but yeah. I'm good with that. So is that, is that something you had to like learn to do? Or do you think you'd like, you know, from, from day one kind of had a good sense of like, okay, if I don't figure this out now, mm-hmm. my days are going to be, my personal days are going to be, you know, upside down as well. Right. Yeah. And they're pretty good with our training too, of, of letting us know that try not sure. to take stuff with you. And we do a lot of, you know, even our own therapy as therapists kind of bringing that up in supervision or whatever, yeah. good ways to kind of process that for ourselves too. But yeah, I don't think you can really be in this field if you really, no. really, not that I don't take everything to heart, but I don't think you can't take it home. You can take it to heart, but you just can't take it home with you. Yeah. Makes sense. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's, I'm, you know, just simply, I'm sure like, you know, like a nurse, you know, they talk about, you know, compassion fatigue, you know, that's, that, I'm sure that's just as, as easily happening as, as anywhere else. Right. Um, and some of that. And I feel like probably 10 times over yeah. with what you do, because you are getting, you know, the, the most challenging part. I mean, it's, I don't, I don't understand it on your level, but there's been some conversations that I have that I'm just like, oh, you know, like this is, oh, this yeah. is what I signed up for, but it's not what I signed up for, you know, and you, you have to really just go, okay, and click the button when you're done and yeah, you that's have to, I mean. Yeah. Yeah. Almost like, <laughs> maybe like the end, the leave button. Yeah. Again, like I, I still think I have good thoughts towards the clients, but yeah, that, that, that's yeah. how the telehealth's done and then I kind of go back to to be me. So yeah. That's important. I mean, I know as, as teachers that was and it took me, I mean we taught for each of us at least eight to ten years. I mean it took several years of, you know, figuring out that as much as it is a 24-7 job in some way, shape, or form, it doesn't have to be something that, you know, you definitely walk away from. So I eventually got to the point where you, you know, before you shut the laptop and go home, it's like, okay, is everything done? Because as soon as this is over. Yep. We're not thinking about this at all. Like tomorrow's another day, you know, to do it. And that's, you know, a very simple level compared to, you know, hearing somebody's, you know, deeper, you know, level of their life, you know, day in and day out. So as far as your story goes, is there something, if you had to extrapolate, you know, one piece of it that everybody from your story should be able to, to feel and connect with the most, what would you say that would be? I, I always use this quote with the clients and kind of between now and the day that you're going to die, how do you want your life to be? And really, really think about that. You know, that's yeah. different for everyone. And what are you going to do? What are you willing to do more yeah. than I, what do you want to do? What are you willing to do to make that happen? Because we can sit here and dream and fantasize all day, but what yeah. are you willing to do to make that happen and then start doing it? I just, I think I remind people kind of, it's more a bit of our own morta- mortality. Like we yeah. are going to die and we are very limited and we have to really, you know, make the most of our time here. Again, yeah. in the middle ground, not doing everything all day, every day, trying to make life perfect and like, oh God, yeah. if I die, what, what am I going to do? No, but like making sure that we're making the most of our time here. And yeah. I think mental health is a big part of that. And a lot of barriers and a lot of really good things too, that can come through from that. Well, Kelly, thank you for for taking the time to share part of your story with us. It was so wonderful chatting. Absolutely. What's Your Story is hosted, produced, and edited by me, JD. A special thanks today to Kelly Hausman for taking the time to share her story with us and letting us know that therapy, as well as reducing the stigma surrounding mental health, 
as possible. The Storyteller Project produces an audience-supported publication with this stellar podcast, stories that connect and heal us as human beings, and well-researched articles on challenging but crucial mental health topics. If you love our work, please join our community of curious minds and venture into a broader realm of human connectedness. Head over to fragilemoments.substack.com to learn more about this storytelling project. If there's something that resonated with you in today's episode, let me know by sending an email to jd at fragilemoments.org or simply tag at storysharingpod on Instagram and threads. Thanks for choosing to listen. And I look forward to hearing your story one day in the new year because we all have within us a story to tell, a song yet unsung.